I'm your buggy man. That's what I am. I'm here to whatever I can. Be in early morning, late afternoon, or at midnight. I'll live never too soon to want to meet you. I'm your boogeyman, I'm the boogeyman, turn me on. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, do what you want. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, turn me on. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, do what you want. I'm your boogeyman, that's what I am. I'm here to whatever I can, be really body. Late afternoon or at midnight, oh, it's never too soon to want to teach you, to want to hug you. I want to give my all, all to you. I want to be loved, want to understand, oh, wherever I am, oh, wherever I am, oh, yeah. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, turn me on. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, do what you want. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, turn me on. I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman, do what you want. I'm your boogeyman, that's what I am. I'm here to whatever I can, be in early morning. Late afternoon or at midnight, always oh, never too soon. I want to be the one, be with you. Yeah, we'll be together, you and me. I want to see you, oh girl, be with you. I want to love you up from something that's wrong. So oh. 
This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. I'll, it's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in whosthatlive.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosthatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in the raffle, I guess. True, 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 true. First Sundays of every month, join your friends. Can you hear me? Am I here? Are we here? I'm too soft. Hello. Also, Pam, Emma, and Mark are here with me. Welcome to Badgers and Jam, everybody. And uh, all right, Pam is here to help me overcome the tech this week. (laughs) Are we going to make a jingle? You gotta sing, Emma. It's your turn. Mark, sing. Fuck my hole. Please. That's definitely what I'm gonna cut up uh, from this week to put with a picture of a badger. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, my hole. Yeah. You can have it like with your face and then the badger running. There's lo- I have lots. Away from that. I have a lot of speed. <laughs> 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 I have a lot of badger videos that we can. Yeah, what's your jam about the. the Oh, are you guys curious? I was going to introduce, I'd let you guys introduce yourselves first, but if you're curious about the Badger thing. (laughs) So I was research, I'm like, I'm a nerd about stuff and I obsess over topics, which I have a question that relates to this for you guys later. But I was like reading about just comedy in general and trying to learn things and pick up terms, right? And I came across Badgers and Jam, and it's prop comedy. And it's funny, like, Spencer and I have had a recent conversation about how, like, prop comedy is not super respected. And we've been exchanging videos about mentalism and stuff. But I just thought it was a great name. Mentalism? It's catchy. Yeah, mentalism, like... Is that a like new word for retardation? What it's like, that? it's <laughs> like, it's like magician. It's like, it's kind of like magic, but it's not. It's like more tricks of the mind. Like, there's not actually like a lot of outward i don't know if that's the right definition spencer would probably be like that's not right at all right. <laughs> but yeah so i thought it was i thought it was interesting yeah My i want to get him on here sometime so anyway tell everybody what your what your guys's deal is you guys both are doing comedy this weekend on the comedy crawl for yeah. mutiny radio pam is here too The Mutant Radio Comedy Festival coming fall. Um, I'm also on Barbary with you on Friday. Yeah, whether you want to smoke or drink, you can participate. Emma Brennan sucks. Next mug design. (laughs) 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 We are, uh, 
We're trying to fix some oh. mic issues. Emma? Because she sucks. I spent a long time last week just tapping things, trying to figure out what I was out just... <laughs> Nobody can hear Mark right now, but he's saying I'm some so fun, hot. inappropriate things, as oh usual. Uh, Look at my big dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, look at it! <laughs> it's so loud. Is, is this working now? My I think it's working now. It's working, it's working now. It's working. So I was talking about dispensary shows. My, my new favorite thing, instead of getting high at dispensary shows, I get really drunk instead. And I've been finding that being a drunk performer in front of high audience members is a really great combination. Were you drunk on Sunday? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was drinking the entire time. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, well, okay. because, you know, you shouldn't bring alcohol into a dispensary. So if I ever have um, multiple caffeinated drinks, one of them is definitely filled with liquor of some sort. Oh, okay. That's I did that happens. a couple times when I felt I, f I felt guilty because everyone gave me a weird look, and I was like, oh, that's not good. But in my head, I was like, saving money, right? Because oh. I listened to <laughs> yeah. it. I was doing research, and I heard Ralphie May was like, don't drink when you're like on a booked show. He was like, never don't do it. And do right. I was like, yeah. I like to have a drink what? and have fun, but I t I'll tip <laughs> well. I'll make sure that I'm, you know, respecting the bartender and not being Maybe an asshole, club. and I don't get drunk. Club. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, club. Okay. So when you're doing club shows, it's like you're a comic who goes, I'll take a drink. But you bring up a bartender. That adds, it, someone's got to pay for that. So it's like if you take all these free drinks, like nothing's free. The illusion of like, oh, I'm a comic, I get free shit. You, you don't get anything free. Mm -hmm. Everything, there's somebody, it comes out of somebody's pocket. So that's all he was saying. Like when you're doing club shows, like don't, that guy's saying, okay. you're saying, you bring in outside alcohol into bars. God bless you. <laughs> um, I do the same. We all do it. So just a little. I mean, you know. Speaking of like which, allegedly. Hell yeah. <laughs> I got, I got well, because you know, allegedly. it's like I will, I will buy a drink <laughs> at a bar, but I won't buy multiple. And so I keep drinks Fuck in no. my car. No, I'm good. I'm sorry, dude. My Stop passing me the weed. No, I can't. I, I can't so smoke weed before I, I perform. Yeah, oh yeah, Plus and I also. I only got like four hours of sleep last night. Oh, yeah, I did really bad. Yeah. I did. Oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was a great night. It was a fun night. But uh, yeah, and then my boss texted me at like, at like midnight, being like, "Hey, can we meet at 10 a.m.?" And I was like, "I'm gonna pretend like I didn't see that." Oh. Right. So <laughs> I took the <laughs> afternoon <laughs> off sick today. <laughs> but I have been I have been like battling something lately, so I straight up told them all ahead of time I'm probably gonna have a sick day. Huh. So I'm like I'm probably gonna have a sick day. You can't act like I was at home day. like <laughs> like I told you I yeah. have a problem. I'm standing up because I'm trying to log in to the computer and this computer's haunted. Log into Spotify. Spotify so that later when podcast. we So I used to have I'll sit down while I tell you stuff because it's weird to be standing. I uh, used to be on a pot or a radio show in Arizona, and we had it out of a in school nurse's office. It was wow. really weird and awesome. And we would have, like, kids come on and do, like, internship. It was in a really bad neighborhood. The whole system would work in this area, too, I think, but we built a studio out of, like, donated equipment, and then they would come and learn, like, audio equipment. 
Yeah, it was so <laughs> cool. Like, I would love to do that here. But <laughs> this is an abandoned school. It was dope. Um, I mean, yeah. I'll keep it. What am I, a pussy? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. What am I, Peer pressure. Brain? I don't know. Where's the... Yeah, the oh, yeah, actually, <laughs> it's not there. Hey. But, um, hey yeah. I did click it. I did when I first moved here, but... Uh, Calm down a little bit. Oh wait, I'll wait. I'll finish this one first. You guys yeah, need you to come. I have like a dozen plus for game nights. in the back of my car if you want one. I have so much alcohol left over from my birthday comedy show, and I need Dude. to have a game night with you guys. Please, so I would I love that. a game night. Also, um, to everyone listening right now, all all of you guys, I have been doing DIY tattoos. Um, I did this tattoo myself. That was my first time. That was you in the yeah. picture on Instagram doing the tattoo. No, no. So that that was a, a person I work with named Luke. He's a fantastic artist. Okay, because I was like, there was a man's leg or something yes, in the photo. It was a man's leg and a man's hand. He didn't take any pictures of me doing this one. Um, but that is okay. But uh, basically, I did like one line on his leg, and then I went and I did this one on my leg. And then I did That's the first amazing. tattoo with a bottle. Dude, that's dope. Um, if you had it stuffed today, I would let you touch it. Dude, Mark was like, <laughs> bring it. But I am I, obsessed with like, I've always is, wanted I a friend to tattoo me. I think I that's literally so cool. cannot talk or be like even an ounce of like distracted while drawing if I want to draw shit. And so I was like, I can do it if you want something incredibly shitty. But I, I, I just need like a mechanic to constantly an artist i'm a very good artist um can't wait till you're funny yeah yeah me too <laughs> i'm really looking forward to those days one day i'll be funny but what i was getting around to saying is i'm gonna have a tattoo party i'm gonna have a a, t- a party at my house i'm gonna bring a bunch of hooligans around and there will be booze this and there is will be a tattoo gun this is the social life i've been waiting for in the bay because i had to go to a true romance party recently not a super recent true romance party where they sell vibrators, oh. and the the girl. My mom would love that. The girl's really good at her job, but she like won't leave me and my friend alone. She like keeps texting us, and my friend has like anxiety about it. And she was like, "Please leave me alone!" And the girl like won't stop. And she sent me a birthday card with confetti and stuff, and it's sweet. But then on the back, there's like a coupon, and uh-huh. it's all for vibrators. Yeah. And it's just um. She just really wants everyone to have good quality <laughs> orgasm. I, I don't I think that's a great job. They're expensive vibrators, though. You can get a good vibrator from, like, a, I still say support the DIY shop in Oakland for my pegging joke, which, uh, if you haven't heard, is my well favorite shout joke it out. of What's mine. What's the name? What's the name of the business? I got to look it up. Hold on. Bro. Okay, I haven't been there in a while. Joke. I don't live in the East Bay anymore, but it's in, like, da- it's in downtown Oakland by, uh, like, what in street? the... It's Does by Somar. It doesn't exist. No, it's near Somar, the club. It's, like, in that area. You know what I'm talking about? No, the Somar Bar. Like Somar out. Bar and Lounge. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna use some Google to figure this out. Tell your joke while I figure this out. Well, I'm telling the joke on the radio. Okay. Well, you cool. started it. <laughs> um. You can't start a joke about sex. I didn't. Th- I didn't. I d- in my it. brain. Also, you should. You guys should try this if you're not sure about the situation. I really like Alma? allegedly fruity beer. Yeah. When I lived in Arizona, I would buy those for myself once in a while. I was super broke, but when I was, like, trying to reward myself for something in life, I would buy one. And then they have a tasting room in Alameda. Mark's like, no, this sucks. It's plums. Try it. 
It's the whitest yeah, white okay. girl beer ever, but it's like tasty. It tastes like a grown-up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It also tastes like it's going to mix. Uh, I mean? Probably, like yeah. You'll plums. get like a good beer shit later from that. It's tart. Uh, it sits lightly on the tongue. Oh. A little bit yeasty. Not Mark's shit. Thing. She tasted the beer. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the shit. Not the shit. <laughs> just the beer. I mean, I don't know. We could do like a before and after taste test, but I don't know if I want to be the, <laughs> the guinea pig for that one. <laughs> Who said the other Pam said her com- her pee smells like weed? Okay. You weed? know, if you smoke enough weed, everything that comes out of your body smells like weed. <laughs> when That's I was fact. my height of stoner, whenever I would sweat, it just smelled like strong THC. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I smell like weed. I think I'm probably Come so here. consumed by it that Come I just, here. I do. I'm gonna give her a scratch. She scratches. Okay. I'm being sniffed. Emily smells fantastic. Oh, thanks. For everyone listening, cool. smells like laundry detergent. Ella. <laughs> cool. Um, I, I bet s- Mark I smells smell like, like piss. Dude. I smell like. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm great. Let's, Let's talk about Let's yourself. Not get into it. So how are your yeah. How are your relationships <laughs> going in life? Scheduled on Friday. You Interesting. Really? Interesting. I um. Yeah, it's a Golden <laughs> State. It's like hopsy. It's a hopsy mellow hops. That's the Golden State I'm sipping oh, on. Oh, this is good. It's great. Um, a little fun fact for you all like listening at home. Maybe for um uh, Mark's abortion. Uh, party. No, what what's that? A boardy? The boardy? The border? For Mark's a border. <laughs> A little fun thing that you can try is if you overdose vitamin C, you should not be taking vitamin C or eating a lot of citrus fruits if you're trying to get pregnant. So my personal birth control method is I don't have any birth control. I don't let people come inside of me, and then I just overdose vitamin C because I feel like I should be having my period. So see, the problem with that. (laughs) What is the problem? No, see, the problem with that is I want... <laughs> I want. I need. I, it's not. You know what I mean. That's, it's what I gotta do. It's what. <laughs> it's what I need. Some guys. When I'm that. fucking, if I think I gotta pull out, I can't. I'm not. It's not. I can. I can understand. That's, that's that. like a human instinct kicking no, in. I'm a fucking it's dude. distracting. I look like I'm not a primal human being. <laughs> I'm a I, fucking dude. I'm a drop out of high school. You look like a large baby. Who did drugs? Fucking dependency problem. Yeah, you have, you're a large baby with um, oh, what's the word called? Impulse control problems. You look like a normal sized baby. <laughs> <laughs> also with impulse control problems. Oh yeah. Can I do some acid. I got. Oh, let's drop acid right now. It's gonna be a crazy night. Have you ever done acid? Yes. Dude, yeah, you need to do it. Not that many times. I've yeah. done it like probably. And the last time I did it was with an ex-boyfriend of mine. Rafi knows this story. And when I told him, his eyes got really big. Because um, I didn't remember any of this. No, oh. I didn't know him yet. I was with my ex. I lived in Phoenix. And I ended up staying in a Motel 6 where, like, you know, they did oh, prostitutes bring their, like, their clients and stuff. Right. We were at a party. And some guy was like, I'm quitting acid. And he was giving it all away, which is never a good start. And so he gave me some. And I was like, I don't feel it. And I asked for more acid. So then later when all of it hit, we were like, we can't go home like this. 
to either one of our places and we got a motel room and then I like full blackout after my ex made a froth of gin and tonic in the bathroom sink. <laughs> like we laid like one of the bags of ice. We cut it up the side like we were survivalists and put it inside the sink and then dumped ice and did the gin and tonic. Or no, we did ice next to it so it didn't water it down and then mixed everything in the and then I got way too drunk. That's definitely something you'd only do on acid. That makes yeah. zero sense. Well, apparently. Hotel rooms have cups. He got you locked did out. The motel, the motel sink. sick sink. Well, she said it was lined with plastic. Yeah. And then was that, that was, was the redeeming. Yes. That was the redeeming. Was, yeah, or it was. Is that bullshit? No, it really, it really was lined with plastic. the sink. But who knows it was how messed clogged. up the it plastic was, got it the was rest lined of it. With it was, okay. truly. But I threw up in the Motel 6 bed later, oh. which I don't remember. <laughs> so much cum. Wait, what did you just say? I Sorry. threw up in the Motel 6 bed, which I re- didn't don't remember. Found that out the next morning. My ex got locked out of the motel room and apparently screamed and banged on every single door. Raging alcoholic. Just like, bah. Like, every door. Um, third date, by the way. Should have been a red okay. flag, but I'm stupid, right? That's good for comedy. And then we got a second ice bucket from somewhere and both mm-hmm. filled it up and were launching it at each other, like really late at night, like hitting cars with the ice. So we went to check out and the guy was just like, I almost had you both arrested. And he like cursed us out. <laughs> and then we the both o- just like went guy. and got breakfast. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. It His was reaction. That's <laughs> very chaotic. <laughs> yeah, that was acid for me. And then I was like, I'm going to calm down. I've never blacked out on a psychedelic, but I guess you were drinking a whole well the thing was i probably only had like like three or four that's crazy i don't know yeah when me and mark did acid together it was the first time i've ever drinking on a psychedelic and that is the move yeah get get incredibly fucked up when you do acid well you know this is i was worried about you for sure dude i like kept looking over at mark and almost every time i looked at you you had like a new shot in your (laughs) hand and i was just like oh no this is not gonna end well and it went great so for him or for you for both of us really for you you were good you're good with the alcohol yeah we tripped together we were the only people tripping yeah Yeah, it was a bunch of like nice. Cobbs employees so and like incredible. random bar people. Oh, Lauren Kraut was there. Shout was out Lauren Kraut. There? Yeah, she was there. Oh, she was dog, fun. Dude. Yeah, dude. She's she was hanging down. out hella late. She didn't do acid though? Dude, I think actually her and Pam like microdose rooms. I mean, I don't know if they had more I information out there, but they did. Kraut. I would do shrooms yeah. on like that's an any I would do acid. A little bit of Molly. Acid I feel like I have like to be in the right. I haven't had Molly in a while. But the first time I did Molly, I had super good Molly. It was like this Norwegian stuff. Like the crystals were kind of like brown tinted. They were like honey colored. And I feel like that is like the ideal tone of the Molly. You know a lot more about Molly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of Molly. Well, I have, I've, I've seen, was, seen was quite purple. a bit. That Crystal. doesn't sound correct. That sounds, it was, it sounds it was incorrect. Like, not, like, not, like a, not like a chemical. Not like that. I'm it not saying like you're wrong. Light. I'm just saying that doesn't sound like what Molly should and look I'm not like. Saying <laughs> you're right. All right, Emma Brennan. All I'm saying is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, okay. Ah. <laughs> Mine it was, it was light purple. It looked like a fucking. You want your Molly to be funky. No, yeah.
he like did this. amethyst. And he, I chewed it up, and I know I chewed it up. He literally did an amethyst. I chewed it up because he gave me gas, and I don't need extra gas, right? Like I'm already filled. I didn't know that was an issue that Molly could give you. You don't chew up meth. If you don't chew up any of the drugs that you Yeah. You I will took mine get as a pill. Yeah. I took mine as a pill. I did once. My Molly. Uh, no, I chewed it up off the off the fucking was big. Okay. It was far it, it was like large. Really large. There's nothing on this table that like maybe this like the base of the, the microphone. The base, yeah. This. Okay, that's like a full, like just for reference, that's like a full hand size, yeah. like a like a mitt. No, it was a proper box. I chewed it up, and I thought I was gonna get it. I'm like, got on the uh-huh. bar, and as I get on the bar, it starts. Oh I no! It. You have to be a seasoned person to ride this bar. Like I've ridden Bart a lot, and I know you ride it like every. D- I used to ride it every day with a bike, which as a woman is like an endeavor. You know what I mean? Sure. And it was the Richmond train, and I rode it to the wow. end. Yeah. So I you was rode it to Richmond? Yeah. I, I w- and then I rode my bike to and from that Where did you live in Richmond? I w- still work in San Pablo. You don't. So that wasn't like. I never lived there. there. I lived in Alameda, and I commuted. But I rode my bike all the time all around San Pablo. But that's that's a rough. <laughs> it's like to be high, even on weed on that train. You was pay me to live in Yeah. I didn't, and I didn't actually choose Alameda personally. Oh, Carolina. That's right. <laughs> he was just Plus a little protect. Like I actually did enjoy Alameda, but I and really? I I met some really good people. But it gets a little boring after a while, and you have to have like a lot of money to yeah. like all of my server friends like either are low key and like just trying to like get through their job so they can move on to the next thing, right? Because they're in school, or they're like blowing all of their money every week to look bougie, and it's like we would go to these like breakfast together and like i i just it was a lifestyle that was like fun and i was <laughs> i was drinking a ton but like it just wasn't i don't know it's a different world you live in a bubble it's a weird bubble and um there's a facebook group that i'm trying to write a joke about in alameda it's it's there's like twenty thousand people in it and it's just like a bunch of white women like taking pictures i know people are obsessed with like staying in it after they move away too because they feel like it's this exclusive thing and it's just a bunch of like middle-aged people roasting each other for like bad parking and uh-huh. stupid stuff it's 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 a very weird place there but i got some good soup recipes ah mm-hmm. <laughs> you stay in it for the soup i came for the drama i stayed for the, for the soup, soup for the soup <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how did you guys both this is the question that everybody's like oh but i am curious how you both got into Doing comedy, Mark first, and what curious. other things you're into that would surprise you? Hold on. <laughs> Those well are two questions. Segue. Let's do one yeah. question first. Segue. What, what, first. Was your, what was your What was your badgers and jam there? What did you just say to me? What? How did you get into comedy? What's yeah. your story behind that? Next question. Okay, so interesting question because I started public speaking at a young age. Not just in class, right? Because like, there's some he kids that are. Excuse me. He was a pimp. I was a, <laughs> so I was a he pimp, <laughs> and I was at one point in my journey, and it wasn't even. I wasn't even a good pimp. I was just a piece of shit boyfriend. You know, it was <laughs> that's all it is. So, but anyway, so I was a. Uh, I was younger, and I was. Because like I was saying, there, there's there's like when you speak in front of the class, right? That's one version of public speaking. 
Some kids don't. Some kids do. That was in sixth grade when I was when I when it came to my attention. I don't give a shit. I may not participate in making the project, but if you just tell me the key points, we'll be on our way. Just let me talk about it. We'll be fine. We'll be just fine. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but you just give me a yeah. little bit of information. I'll make it up, and yeah. they'll all just fuck them. What do they know? It's my project. They don't know dick about it. They did their own project. I, no, I get that. I get that. That's how I like pass IB English. Right. You just say a bunch of philosophical bullshit. That's a that's like an English class in college. Yeah, it's just a program that they put people into that ruins your that's soul. Right. It takes the rest of your soul. I have a ginger. I didn't have one. They didn't get me. <laughs> I will anyway. pray for you, dude. <laughs> so I fucking, that was one half of it, but also my my grandfather, uh, my great-grandfather, I mean, he was a World War II vet, right? Old, old. Died in hospice care. And we came home from the mall. It was the first time I'd ever gone and gotten name brand clothes. Because the there was two girls in class, Anastasia and Charlie. Oh, Hannah and Charlie. They were like, "You got to get this these these clothes." I was like trying to figure out how to like be like attractive. I was trying to figure out how to be like normal kid. I didn't feel normal. I felt like everything. I was a little. I was trying to figure out how other people. No, I was. I was a little snowflake. I was. I was just something different. (laughs) I was just a different guy. Like I I was just really different. You know. You're so different. When was your first kiss? You're so different. Uh, I think I was like 15 or so. When was your first kiss? Yeah, I was a freshman. I full on hung made out with my girl when I was. Wow. And she she was a no. She was like a year older than me. Her name was Dallas. And she and I, I would make out. Dallas Snyder, please. My <laughs> first kiss. I mean, I swear but to I God. I was much older. I, of course, you remember. Who, wh- it doesn't matter His how old. His name was MJ. He, he was, was way weird. older than you. Uh, uh, he was like, I was a freshman. I think he was a junior, so a couple years older. Yeah. Shout out MJ. He's MJ, a, God he's bless a shit. him. Michael um, Jackson. He hits me up probably every like six months or so to see if I'm single. Isn't that weird how, like... (laughs) It does. It annoys the shit out of me. (laughs) It's crazy how, like, dudes can't answer your texts, you know what I mean, when you're with them, but, like, they stay in your life for the next 20 fucking years after you break (laughs) up and just, like, loom over you. I remember this one time. (laughs) I was, like, recovering from wisdom teeth surgery, and we were on, like, a phone call together, and he, like, starts, like, trying to, like, phone sex or something, (laughs) and he was like, I'm, like, a big bad wolf. I'm going to eat you up. And I was like, dude, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a weird level of like bestiality. Is he a furry? I betcha. I betcha, (laughs) man. That's his furry little heart. Anyway, so so Hannah. Hannah So fuck um, them. So I come back from, (laughs) because they were telling me I got to get Abercrombie and Fitch and I got to go to the fucking American Eagle and I got to do this or I got to do that, whatever it may be. So I told my mom and and then we went the mall come back from the mall and i am the first one to walk in and i see grandpa's pimp dead in the living room right so that's my first mall experience and then right after i go and i'm sent to this depression center for like kids that are like in the home 
So it's like a, 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 a I don't even know what that means. It's like a fat, not like a fat camp, but like I'm I I just had a, a, a bereavement. It's yeah. like we went to like the woods. They were like you saw a dead body, you're gonna be fucked up from this for. Let oh. us take you away from your family. You're like, you just saw <laughs> a dead body. Let's send you to the woods, the creepiest place. Dude, yeah, and I think weird. I was in fifth grade. I don't know what what is that like? Yeah, yeah, and terrible experience. <laughs> the camp was horrible. So Everything about it was great. A bunch of depressed children in the woods. Plenty of places to hang yourself. Oh, you dude, know? please. <laughs> Sorry. I'm you're good. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're telling you're speaking facts. If my dad's listening, he'll love this part. Actually, I had some <laughs> of the worst dreams there. Right, just the oh wor- no. It was the worst thing. It, the nightmare is terrible. But at the end of the of the camp, we had this like. I went so. Okay. At the camp, right? At the camp, right? Yeah, we oh said, and I had no, I had no talent. Nooses. I have nothing. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm, I'm a fucking nothing. I just have nothing. All I got is my fucking voice. So I was like, I'll do, I'll do storytelling. Why would they have you guys do a talent competition while you're mourning the death of someone in your family? Right. Like, that was not planned by someone who actually was there. No, the, the counselors It doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense at all. Dude. Like, let's have a competition about your self-worth while you're uh. getting <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I do storytelling and I get up there and I tell what I told the story. So I told a rendition of it, Stephen King's it. That's cool. I told my own rendition of it, <laughs> thinking that they wouldn't know. Who knows what they knew? I just was like plagiarizing fucking Stephen King storytelling, and uh, I was getting laughs i wasn't getting like mm-hmm. in tr- they weren't interested they were like laughing and i was like okay great you know this is it this is i d- ever since it stuck with me this is what i, w- I want to just not not comedy but i wanted to use my voice interesting i want to talk yeah that's it i want to yeah. use my voice i'm not good at anything else i can lift fucking boxes yeah i can go work in a factory mm-hmm. that's not the end of me though i can speak and i have a long-winded answer but what is it something that i meant to, uh, what, what was your other s- question the other part of that question was what other like things are you into that might surprise someone (laughs) fucking it could be a genre of music it could be a genre of comedy it could be an activity a hobby i'm really into like spit okay yeah like where there's a lot of like drool and like spit and they're like spitting on each other like spit each other's Lesbians like licking. You know what I mean? Have you seen this? Have you seen these videos? Honestly, I have a more like surprising fact about Mark. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people would take one look at you and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's into spit porn." Yeah, that makes sense. Don't you really like Hobo Johnson? I uh, love Hobo Johnson, dude. dude I, I was him. shocked. We're gonna. I was that's okay. When I found out that, that I can't was a jam. get into my playlist for today, so we're gonna play Hobo Johnson when we take a dude, break. Dude, February yeah. fourth. What is it? February fourth, sixteenth. What is the song? 16th. February eighteenth. The song is like, oh god. And I tell him every time I see him, I say, "Fuck you for making that song, dude," because I cry into my stereo all the time. <laughs> I cry into my stereo. Oh, that's fuck so him. Cute. Extra time. Are we yeah. done yet? <laughs> Aww, no, I'm just fucking with you. Because you're, you're, you're on your. You're so on your my watch. mom just texted me the San Francisco. This <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen. She's gonna find out so much about me. San yeah. Francisco just made national news for being in major trouble for crime, burglaries, and assault. No oh. shit. And store 
closures. Please be careful out there. Heart. Sweet, but also like. Where does your mother live? <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> okay, so random segue though. You know the guy with the horns from the insurrection? I have to find yeah. a good way to make Is a joke about this, oh. but people are really touchy about it. No, he, two blocks, three blocks over from where I went to high school is where that guy lived. It's the neighborhood, like, right next to where I went to high school is Moon Valley. And I am convinced. Someone messaged me, and they were like, hey, do you recognize this guy after that happened? And I was like, not really. And they sent me another picture and then a link to his, like, IMDb. He's, like, a waiter and then, like, an amateur actor in Phoenix. I was like, oh, my God, I do remember him. I went to an Earthship building party at, like, a community house that Earth a bunch of people lived in. What Earth what? It's like when you build, like, a partially underground dwelling out of all natural stuff. Like, you, it's like a, a, like a clay roof out of dirt, and then you put, like, bottles in it. And, and it's large. It's large, yeah. We all brought, like, potluck stuff. Like, some people dropped acid. We hung out in the backyard. There was a teepee. It was weird. It was cool. Um, You've had a life. I mean, all three. And I he was there. I'm understanding more from your story and for like why we all get along. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So, is it my turn. Yeah. Okay. Is it my, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the. I felt the lag. I felt the dead air. A seven minute lull. I'm gonna open these sun chips while you Fucking tell your go story. For it. You got <laughs> chips sun to chips. a podcast got party, dude. We got you you guys always here. have chips you in here. Unhinged. I love whatever. I was You're hyped. You eat chips on the mic? Not close. Yeah, if you, try if not you to crunch into the microphone while I'm talking. I guess that's true. I've tested the theory. You can't hear anything from like a foot and a half away. Evan, you're arsenal Dude, right like now. so many. In your inventory. You want to keep talking? Let me go grab you one. I like that he's... Uh, all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, dude, you got some extra I crap, too? <laughs> I like uh, that you're calling everything jam now. Oh, it's dude. You're awesome, bands man. And we got like I, I like the name. I, I like the name Manda because I don't understand. I don't want to know. Um, you may have an answer. I like it. It's like it's like music, like System of a Down. You do you, you listen to mm-hmm. System? Oh, great. The lead singer Serge. They asked him one time in an interview. He was like, "What is you know?" We're like trying to find out what it is. They want they want you to tell them what it means. Like I don't want to have to tell you. Let yourself figure it out and what it means to you. Yeah. So yeah. Badgers and jam to me mean the same thing. Yeah, I think that's what's cool. It's I like Tom and Jerry. In my head like it's like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> if that makes yeah. any sense. I think it's cool. It it raises like the mystery for people and I like that if somebody were to try to figure it out and they Googled it, they learned something. Like I think that's cool. I like hiding yeah. Easter eggs and things. Eggs. Because I like to learn, you know, but I also like am very aware of my, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. You br- you showed up with fruit and Red Bull. Thank you. you. Know what? I'm <laughs> prepared. You I have like a Whole Foods in your purse when you got here. <laughs> I am Safeway. We got vodka. We got I'm oranges. Not vodka. Hell yeah. We don't really have vodka. Like that vodka. was a joke, allegedly. I wish you had whiskey. What? I said, we don't really have vodka. That was a no, joke, it's allegedly. allegedly. It's, it's really just fucking it's Jesus juice, dude. Yeah. yeah. We drink holy water if only Jesus in this building. And the reason why I asked you the other interest question is because the whole idea behind Badgers and Jam is that I want to find people. I want to have comedians in every week if there's people who are free. 
but I also want to try and get people in here who aren't comedians but are like in the creative like I've been doing creative stuff for a long time and so I have a lot of people who aren't comedians but could have conversations with us that would be really good ones you know what I mean yeah. about things that we're doing or like comedians could learn that would help them market themselves mm. which like I'm a marketer and so I look at a lot of comedians and I'm like none of us have any money and, and a lot of people don't have the skills to like do this stuff and it's not that hard but there's not a lot of good resources because people are really secretive about their process which makes sense and I have more to say about that but I want to hear Emma's story so go. yeah okay sorry so I guess my my comedy thing was, I don't know I guess it was like it's not like far off from into it where it was kind of like something I fell into. Uh, I was in high school, it was my senior year, and I had a friend, a few friends that were like, Hey, we're gonna go try out for the improv team. Like, you want to come? And I was like, Yeah, I don't want to go home, I hate being home. So they were like, This is just like a fun way to like spend some time after school and go and on the improv thing. So I went. My friends that were really trying to get on the improv team. I did the auditions. And I was just messing around. I've never like taken for a class. I didn't know anything about improv. I didn't know how to play any of the instruments. But apparently, I did really well. I made it on the team <laughs> when none of my friends did that really wanted to be on the team, and I felt very bad about it. But uh, I guess I guess I was funny enough, so they put me on the team. And honestly, like my school, it was I went to a really big school. I think it was like a my graduating class was somewhere around 800 kids. I think the school in total was about like 2,000 people, and uh, so like our improv team was actually really good. Like it was one like one of those kind of like event like things that like a lot of people like it would be like performing comedy in front of an audience of like at least like 50, 60, sometimes 100 plus people. You know, like like a lot of people would like come out for the improv shows for some reason. Um, and then I got really depressed, <laughs> and I was just like, I was doing a lot. Of dr- I I had like the, I had a really shitty senior year, where I went through an awful like friend group breakup, and then an actual breakup. I like girls hopped into huh? Like girls are mean. Girls are mean. <clears throat> well, I was also kind of going through some shit, so you know what? I don't blame any. I do not blame anyone for the way they treated me, because I was also being an asshole. I understand that for sure. Yeah, it was, like, a really awful time, so, like, I, I, like, yeah, I went through, like, this friend group breakup, and then I went through an actual breakup, and then I went through, like, a weird rebound, and, um, and then that fell through, too, and then I fucked a bunch of girls, I was in another relationship, shit on him, and I was fucking another girl, and then, I don't know, all this, like, stuff happened, and I was doing a lot of drugs, I was smoking a lot of weed, and doing other things, uh, this is a fun side tangent. The first time I did acid, because we were talking about acid, um, the first time I ever did acid was because I ran out of weed, and I was like, I can't go to school sober. What the fuck am I supposed to do? And I had been given this tab of acid, so I just took some acid instead. <laughs> then I went to school. And then I found out that all my group partners like failed doing the group assignment that we were supposed to do. So then I left school and I drove around town location scouting because that was the only assignment we had to do in the video production class. Um, and then I had a following out with that friend group because of the cheating situation. That was ridiculous. And I got kicked out of that group. 
anyways, this is all to say that I had an awful year, and I did not do very good at improv whatsoever. Um, I think my improv team also didn't like me that much because of the amount of drugs and like <laughs> drinking I was doing. Because they were all kind of like nice, like Mormon kids. I get that. Yeah, <laughs> I went through a phase in orchestra when. Yeah, I feel. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm talking really loud and very fast because like it's almost like embarrassing. Like I hate how much of a mess I was in the life. I was incredibly depressed. Uh, I mean, I was like 17, 18. So I was 17 for most of the year, and then I turned 18 um, at some point. Yeah, this is high school. Yeah, this is my senior year of high school. Yeah, yeah, so like I was on this improv team, and that was like my first introduction to comedy. And I think like at some point after I graduated, I had just been watching a lot of stand-up online. I was like, wow, I really... I was watching a lot of This Is Not Happening, the the Comedy sure? Central show with Ari Shafir, uh-huh. dude, and I fucking fell in love with Ari Shafir. You ever listen to his podcast? Of course. So it's over now. Yep. The last episode just, I was devastated. I was listening to that, and I was like, bitch, you're fucking popping your pot. And, like, it makes sense. Ari was the reason. I was love one him of the so fucking much. Are you, I don't know if this is what you said, but this is kind of what I took. Is Ari one of your, like, reasons? Stand up, mm-hmm. you'd say? For doing stand up? Oh, 100%. Like his podcast and shit? 100 fucking percent. That's how I felt and about like, Joe Diaz. Yeah, and like seeing him on like Joe Rogan and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like I just. And I mean, like, I feel like he does a better job when it's like his own podcast. Like, I can't really say that he does that well in like group atmospheres for whatever reason. But I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, a lot of um, Ari Shafir's podcasts early on. And I feel like just like looking to like a lifestyle kind of like idolization where it's like not just like I want to be funny, funny it's like I want to be like I want that lifestyle I want right. I want to travel around the world passionate about and then I don't know like I kept telling myself when I turned 21 I'm gonna you know which isn't true if you're listening to this and you're under 21 you can find a way you can find a place you know no i mean bill hicks i mean yeah there's like hella people where i'm just like 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 locally he started comedy out here when he was (laughs) there's a 17 year old kid i don't remember his last name but his name's riley shows up at the rec room all the time look at branches his dad come his dad just comes and watches him and um is his like bar escort i didn't mean (laughs) i just saw that i had done in New Jersey. <laughs> no, I'm in Atlanta. Oh. Okay. Oh. I mean, what are you? You don't have to do that. Well, okay. I guess it's just All right. Well, so yeah, so um <laughs> Yeah, this is my weird rambly story, but basically, yeah, Sorry. then the pandemic happened. I turned 21 during the pandemic and I was like, "Oh no, I missed my chance." Um and so when the San Francisco scene started opening up mm-hmm. again the following year in 2022, I signed up for a mic over at Fame. Um and that was a great experience. Like, I think it was because, like, uh, all the mics and everything was kind of starting to, like, get events inside buildings. And a lot of people were coming out and excited. And it was also, like, a really cool time to get started because it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm jumping into a scene where everyone's, like, really, like, established. Like, everyone was working out in literally everywhere. Even if you were a good comedian, you're like, oh, we're all going. Felt like a really like 
thing. And I just had a fantastic that place is so cool. I think it's around it Broadway. Um, yeah, that was that was my first open mic, and it was it was genuinely fantastic. Like I would say there was like a like forty to sixty people in there, and they would play my mics so well. And <laughs> oh my god, what's his name? Shut him out. The guy that does video. Uh, it's like something Roach. Eric. Eric Roach. Oh my god, what a genius. A fantastic person would do like video recording at the mic. He could like buy it, and so I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! I get to have like a like a high quality video of my first set ever." And I like sent him some money, and I emailed him. I'd like to just be like, you know, like whatever X amount of money you want to spot, whatever X amount of money you want to spot. He was like, "You had such a good set. I can't wait to post it." Oh my god, dude! Thank you. <laughs> like it was just That's like awesome. such like a nice compliment. Um, and then after that, like the rest is fucking history. Like I started doing comedy like two to three times a week for a while, and now I'm up to like I started off with the best. Yeah, you know, there funny. are a lot of common denominators in comedy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And you already explained i don't know if i i guess i can't i don't know if i have um i used to be a slam poet now i'm like emma included a lot of information about her love life that impacted her mentally processing like what (laughs) i want to share oh god it was (laughs) well it's like i don't know i feel comfortable saying it because like it's like stuff that i tell people I don't really, like, withhold a lot of information about my life because, like, I feel like everyone does fucked up things. And to deny mm-hmm. that you've done fucked up things is kind of a disservice to others. It's a disservice yeah. to yourself because then you, like, treat other people really harshly when you do something bad. But it's just like, you know what? You make mistakes. Or yeah, I agree. I'm a gross oversharer. Not, like, disgusting oh, gross, just, like, a lot. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine now. I've accepted it. I have a podcast. I didn't uh, get embarrassed. My face is a little red right now. <laughs> no, you're. I mean, I'll, like I guess if I'm being honest about mine, then I'll, there's there's Im- some embarrassing pieces, but I'll try to do it super quick. But yeah, I was a poet um, for a long time, and like finally did slam poetry. That was always a goal of mine. But I mean, really, look, there are poets that do happy poems, but I was not one of those <laughs> poets. So you have to really like mine your emotions and like i actually got i mean everyone has depression now so i hate being like i was diagnosed at this age because it's like when your parents have money to take you to a fucking doctor like if they do is when you get diagnosed (laughs) it's not it's true can i do a sidebar (laughs) i tried so hard i was so i was doing so bad and i was like mom like i need like i should go to therapy and she's like you just want to go to therapy because all your friends are in therapy and i was like no man all my friends hate me i'm doing awful (laughs) yeah it's like you want depressed i'll show you depressed and i was like hey mom you need therapy too Uh, all of our parents probably need therapy that would probably (laughs) help all parents for sure. That's the new yeah, mode, dude. It's scary when you realize <laughs> that. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I, my family is, I love them, and they're great people, but we had some very interesting, rocky times when I was a kid, and um, yeah, so I'm just kind of emotionally weird. Like, I always, I, you know, I'm super white and, like, stereotypical with the nerd thing, and 
or whatever. So people always are like, this girl's probably fine. She's probably had it super easy. But there's been like some crazy things that have happened that are like super hard to uh, summarize. But um, I mean, there's been just like things that I didn't know how to process. So I went to poetry. And then yeah. I was like, I'm depressing myself, right? Like, this isn't actually making it better. And then I went through this phase where I thought I was going to be really goth, which Raphael, <laughs> my boyfriend Raphael, <laughs> thinks is so funny. He's like, you're goth. I'm like, I'm not goth. Goth people would be offended that you said that. I was for sure an emo <laughs> girl. Like, I was I was like the wide net fish net, like, legging thing. Yeah. Tights or whatever. The I was very into the scene aesthetic yeah. when, I, when I was in high school. Well, you're a few years older than me. I bet yeah. if I was your age, I definitely would have been a scene girl. But instead, I was like a new hair color every three weeks. Nice. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. Uh, my parents wouldn't let me dye my hair, so I clipped in different color extensions. Uh, so I could dye those however I wanted. I could do experiments bangs? on them. Uh, at one point, actually, when I was a little bit older, I cut my bangs like the this. Swoopy bangs. But I had pinup girl bangs for all. I went through like a weird pinup phase, and then I d- I obsessed over tattoos. I have tattoos, but because I started getting tattoos when I was young, I got them places I could hide them from my parents because they're all under my clothes. <laughs> but um, I, I I like I like dropped the the bomb on my because my parents were always like, don't get tattoos never ever get a tattoo and i was like haha i have two <laughs> yeah i told them probably like four-ish years after i got them I was like, oh by the way and like we like i mean like talking about how the broken lifestyle and stuff like i grew up in like suburban neighborhoods i have my own the family that lives in Boston as well so like you know like even like swimming with my yeah thanks like i i went to las vegas and then i photoshopped my thigh I have oh a big God, like I so have funny. a big thigh piece and it wraps all the way around. <laughs> I and I went in with an airbrush and just. <laughs> 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 Yo, is, is that how you got into making flyers? Is that how you got into Photoshop? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Loki, yes, though. <laughs> Doing tricky shit like that was part of what helped me start designing event flyers. Oh, yeah, because I also like I can Photoshop like I shouldn't say fine. <laughs> I can Photoshop like uh like I could do report cards seamlessly oh. like. I can I can match text. I can do pretty I can do any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm like trying but to think like have I forged any documents? I feel like the answer is yes, but I can't think of a specific But I almost am pretty <laughs> sure the answer is yes. I did it well so my parents when I was in college they still checked my grades, which is like embarrassing to admit, right? But like I lived at home and my parents were really intense. So my dad would ask me for them. And I got to a point where I was like, I'm an adult. And one one time I faked it at the midterm. And then I just made sure that I got it. I ended up dropping out of college. So it doesn't matter. But it's <laughs> <laughs> fine now. Wasted, Sorry, Dad. Happy Father's <laughs> that, That's paying your bills currently. No, it's not. My parents are fine now that I dropped out of college. But at first they thought I was insane. And they were like, how many people are going to be? So I once sold all of my things and moved out of a house into a trailer that I bought from a scrap trailer yard. And I decided I was going to be a tiny house person. I had three dogs. I had a bloodhound, a pit bull, and a jack ski pit bull. (laughs) (laughs) I used to (laughs) I used to live in the part of Phoenix that if you were going to call any part of Phoenix the hood, you would call that area the hood. And I rented like a hundred-year-old craftsman house for my friend's mom. And uh like multiple break-ins occurred like at this place it was a lot but i would i would foster human aggressive dogs i had a really big half acre backyard and it was a three-bedroom house for seven hundred and fifty dollars 
and I rented oh. out one room to one of my good friends who's sadly no longer alive, and he paid two fifty oh. flat, and so it was five hundred plus utilities for me and my boyfriend at the time. So we split it. The rent was two fifty, oh. and uh, yeah, for a whole house. Oh. It's Arizona for you, but yeah, I lived in a in a fun area. <laughs> it actually does have some cool spots. It's getting more expensive. That yeah, that area is um like they've put a lot of really expensive apartments and stuff down there. And so the poetry community and the arts community used to be really strong and like crazy. First Friday in Phoenix when I was like this sound this makes me sound old, but when I was young I just turned thirty, yeah. Right like in like eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, first Friday for me was still not as many booths and tables like there were artists selling their stuff but it was like people would open up their houses and a lot of the houses out there weren't clearly labeled businesses yet they weren't like converted into like hipster cafes so that people would just turn their like a space like this like very scrappy and they would hang art on the wall and play like electronic music and just put on strobe lights and there would be like weird people in the front yard drinking and just like doing weird dancing and there were like contortion artists sometimes out there in phoenix yeah (laughs) i would tell my parents i was going somewhere else and we would go down there and um just to see it and then as i got older it changed right like everywhere has and everyone pays and they have their booth and it's very i had a booth down there 